Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, donkey of the day for Wednesday, May 19th, goes to North Carolina District Attorney Andrew Womble. First of all, let me acknowledge that uh, May 19th today is the day that would have been Brother Malcolm X's born day. Uh, I don't know if Malcolm would still be with us today. Probably not, because the day would have been his 96th born day. But what do I know? Um, but I do know he would have lived a lot longer if J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI hadn't infiltrated the NOI and used us to kill us, just like they did Fred Hampton and others. But that's another convo for another day. But, you know, we are still dealing with so many things that we were dealing with when Malcolm X was alive. One in particular, uh, the one that causes so many black people anxiety, probably because in this social media era, we see way too many examples of it. And it's the reason brothers and sisters can't just get in their cars and drive into work or to the grocery store real quick, peacefully and in good spirits, because that primary stress hormone cortisol shoots through our veins at the mere thought of what if. And by what if, I mean, what if I'm the next victim of police brutality? What if I get stopped by the police early this morning? What if I get stopped by the police as I run out to Chick-fil-A just to pick up a few trick chicken strips, waffle fries, and ice cream for the kids? I mean, listen, man, uh, I fear, and I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be all over the place with this one because I just got so many thoughts. I fear since the Derek Chauvin guilty verdict, Negroes have been asleep. Okay, I don't even want to just say Negroes because we have accomplices and allies of other races who are on the front lines, you know, fighting with us, pushing for police reform, pushing for police to be held accountable. But where is the outrage for Andrew Brown Jr.? Where is the outrage for Jamal Sutherland in Charleston, South Carolina? I mean, a video came out last week of Jamal Sutherland. Jamal Sutherland was a mentally ill black man who was pepper sprayed and tased to death after appearing to resist leaving his cell for a bail hearing. He got killed in a North Charleston jail cell. It's on video. The video came out last week. Uh, I didn't watch because I can't do any more black trauma. But why didn't that video cause outrage? Yes, the officers, Sergeant Lindsey Fickett and Deputy Brian who or how I think you pronounce his last name, uh, they got fired. But why haven't they been charged for a crime? There was no reason to kill Jamal uh, Sutherland, a human that you know had mental health issues. Hell, those officers, 
shouldn't even have been dealing with him in the first place, okay? Bring in the mental health care professionals and get out the way. But my point in bringing that story up is somebody is asleep at the wheel. Did we get comfortable after the Derek Chauvin guilty verdict? There is still no police reform that has been passed in this country. We still wait on the George Floyd Policing Act to be passed. I mean, videos like Jamal Sutherland can come out and there is no outrage. You know, rest in peace to Paul Micaiah Bryant. We spent so much time debating with each other on that topic that we missed the broader point, which is whenever a police officer feels threatened, he can justifiably kill us. Let me tell you why that will always be a problem in America, because black skin in America is a threat. So if black skin is a threat, you will always feel threatened. Brother Malcolm X said it best. If you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. I don't know how this white supremacist system that brutalized us during slavery, slavery, brutalized us during the Jim Crow segregation era, era, brutalized us during the war on drugs, brutalized us in regards to mass incarceration. So much blood on these white supremacist hands. But they've convinced America that black people are the threat. Only reason y'all feel like we a threat is because you are afraid of your own karma. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent right now, but let me bring it back. Okay, Andrew Womble, district attorney in North Carolina, said that he is not prosecuting the officers who killed Andrew Brown Jr. Maybe you already forgot about Andrew Brown Jr. Maybe you didn't know, but police were serving a search warrant on his house and the D.A. said uh, he thought that uh, he was fleeing because he didn't want to get caught with drugs. Brown was shot twice, including once in the back of his head while attempting to flee from officers. The video shows officers approaching the car while they're in the back of a pickup truck. The officers approach the car on foot. The vehicle reverses. Officers who are still on foot surround the car, and at least one moves from the path of the car as it starts moving toward uh, the officer. An officer then fired one round through the front windshield. Other officers started firing shots, and then Andrew drove away. Keyword, away from the officers, okay? According to Womble, he was going towards two police vehicles. They won't release the whole video, so we don't really know, but it's so much that's heartbreaking about this situation. But listen to what the DA Andrew Womble had to say in regards to the shooting. Okay, when you employ a car in a manner that puts officers' lives in danger, that is a threat. And I don't care what direction you're going, forward, backward, sideways. I don't care if you're stationary, and neither do our courts and our case law. Play, play it one more time, man. It, it play, that end part is crazy. Play it one more time. And I don't care what direction you're going, forward, backward, sideways. I don't care if you're stationary, and neither do our courts and our case law. I don't know what to do. Or say, maybe that's why I seem like I'm just all over the place, because I'm really sitting here thinking, what do you do when you're a black person in America in regards to the police? Now, if someone is using a car as a weapon and trying to run over cops, I get it. But if a person is trying to get away or if a person is stationary, how is my murder justified? Stationary? I really don't know what to do. What do you do when you're a black person in America? Like I said, if someone is using a car as a weapon and tries to run over cops, I get it. But if a person is trying to get away or if a person is stationary, my murder is still justified. Stationary as in not moving, as in something that doesn't move or is currently not moving, that type of stationary, that makes my murder justified. That don't piss nobody off hearing that. 
That doesn't make anybody outraged. Have we been rocked to sleep that much by the Derek Chauvin verdict? Black people, we are literally at the mercy of the police. Why? Because whenever police feel threatened, they can use force, and nothing threatens white supremacy more than blackness. I don't even know what to tell people anymore. I've been telling woke folks to please take a nap, get some rest, because lack of sleep drives you crazy, but don't sleep through this, okay? Why is a person allowed to be D.A. if he thinks someone should be murdered for being stationary in a car? That's justified? I I really don't have any words. I mean, but being that it's Malcolm X's born day, let's listen to what Malcolm X had to say about police brutality over 55 years ago. The police are able to use the press to make the white public think that 90% or 99% of the Negroes in the Negro community are criminals. And once the white public is convinced that most of the Negro community is a criminal element, then this automatically paves the way for the police to move into the Negro community, exercising Gestapo tactics, stopping any black man who is in the, on, on the sidewalk, whether he is guilty or whether he is innocent, whether he is well-dressed or whether he is poorly dressed, whether he is educated or whether he is dumb, whether he's a Christian or whether he's a Muslim, as long as he is black and a member of the Negro community, the white public thinks that the white policeman is justified in going in there and trampling on that man's civil rights and on that man's human rights. Once the police have convinced the white public that the so-called Negro community is a criminal element, they can go in and question, brutalize, murder unarmed, innocent Negroes, and the white public is gullible enough to back them up. Please let Kathy Griffin give North Carolina DA Andrew Womble the biggest hee-haw. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Cracker ass cracker. Wow. Chris. Oh, wow, Chris. I didn't even ask for Chris to come. Wow. Wow. Okay. You know, Chris Rock did a new one for us, too. Yeah, he did a new one the other day for you, Charlene. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Let me hear it. I wasn't here. Let me, hey, where is it? Cracker ass cracker. Donkey today is brought to you by the law office of Michael S. Lamisoff. Don't be a donkey. Dial pound 250 on your cell and say the bull if you've been hurt in a construction accident. That's pound 250 from your cell and say the bull. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. 
I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.